This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? One of the things I wanted to do with Rylus is really talk about what, what has changed or maybe needs to be considered with estate planning, giving the new world, right? Everything's electronic, email, content, pictures, all of those things. He's doing something he calls modern estate planning. And I just wanted to learn more. I'm sure you do as well. So Rylus, how you doing today? Hi, doing great. So... Yeah, modern estate planning. We talked in our last video about how important it is to update your plan. Mm -hmm. You know, we recommend about every three to five years that you should, you know, uh, dust it off and go through it, make sure it's doing what you need it to do. Now, one of the changes that's happened, it's really since 2016, where a law was passed that made this possible. But... um, I guess I, I want to set up the problem a little bit before I talk about the solution because sure. it's, it's, it's one of these things where, um, you know, I saw these laws and I was nerding out. I got so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is great. And I, um, but let me tell you where it started from. So I'm a second generation estate planner. Okay. I, I learned the business from my dad. I started working at his office during college. Yes, right. Uh, I started working as a law clerk and that was the first time I became aware of this issue. So someone called and I said, Hey, you know, my parents just passed away. What do I do now? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what accounts they own and, and what the next steps are. So, you know, how do I figure out what accounts they have? And I think they were expecting us to have that information as the attorneys, <laughs> which is really common. Okay. So, and then I, I went to the attorneys and paralegals. I said, you know, what do I tell this person? You know, what do they do? And they said, tell them to look around the house for bank statements. And I was like, really? We don't have any better answers than that? Like, surely they thought of that. Like, we got to have something better as, as the law firm. They're like, no, we, we don't. You know, they have to figure out what's out there. Wow. And then we can help with the legal process to reflect. You know, we can determine if a probate's needed, if it's titled in the name of the deceased. If it's titled in the name of a trust, we can you know, see who's entitled to act as the trustee, who the beneficiaries are, but it's up to them to figure out what's out there. So if they can't figure it out, here was the answer back then. This was, this was like early 2000s. Okay. This is like 2002. The answer was start getting the mail. See what's <laughs> coming in the mail. So, Makes sense, I guess. And this was just... This was real life. This is just, you know, this is, you know, a large law firm. There was, you know, you know, five plus attorneys there, you know, uh, uh, this, this, that's just how it went. So, so that same call came in over and over and I'm explaining to people, no, we don't have better answers. No, I, I wish we did. Um, if your parents did not leave you records, you know, then it's, you just got to figure out what's out there. Hmm. So as I'm giving that, you know, as I get that same call through the years, fast forward to 2016, 
at this point, I'm I'm now an attorney. I'm in. When did I start practicing? Like um, uh, well, oh, oh, oh nine. So I've been an attorney a little while. Okay. And um, it's called. I saw a pending legislation for the revised Uniform Fiduciary Access Digital Asset Act. Hmm. The mouthful. Rufada is what they call it. Mm-hmm. I always think of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Like, I'm the father. <laughs> like, Fada is kind of the, the acronym. Nice. So, here's what this law says so it defines digital assets as your information that's being stored on your behalf electronically. And it says that you have the right to control that information. You can direct what happens to your information that's stored on your behalf electronically. Okay. So I saw that. I, I got really excited. I'm like, finally, a better way. I can start giving better answers when that phone call comes in. Okay. So, so I'm not making the connection. So why is that a better answer? Is it because we stop receiving mail and everything's electronic or on apps? Is that what happened? Yeah, so that's that's what happens. That's how people are living. Yep. So now we can catch up as planning to Got match it. that. Got it. So so here's what we've done. So there's, there's uh three steps to our process. And I'm teaching attorneys about this. I'm doing a class, uh continuing education. But the first is so in our trust, hours of attorney, in all the estate documents. Let's say I'm saying my connection's unstable. Hopefully it's better now. I can so hear you. The general, general request to give the trustees the ability to get an inventory of digital assets limited to the type of the account, who's the owner, who's the beneficiary, and the value of the account. So your bank, so all your statements on paper, your bank storing it electronically. So your bank has information to direct to give just minimum information to the trustee or to the agents in the power of attorney, because that's the information that they need to do their job. Got it. So just having that language in the documents, now I can give a better answer that call comes in. So if someone's starting from scratch, starting from zero, you know, if it, the, the challenge is, if you think there's an account at Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo can't talk to you unless you prove you're authorized on. So if you think it's in the name of your deceased parent, you have to go to probate and get your authority from the court to show that uh, you can act. If you think it's in a trust, you got to show them the trust. So what this does is it allows to share just that general information. Gotcha. So let me ask you this. I, I did my estate planning last it might've been 16 and, and I've updated assets and whatnot since then, but I don't remember having that language in there. Would that be a separate bullet point or whatever? Yeah. So it's, um, it's a separate thing in each thing. And I think a lot of attorneys are missing this. Like I said, okay. I, I love this topic. I've, I've gone to um, uh, these attorneys, they get creative with their topics. There's like contemporary issues and modern estate planning and all these <laughs> different things. And I, I would go, you know, just to raise my hand, yeah. you know, like, you know, what are you guys doing about digital asset planning? Uh, yeah. go, uh, um, <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it, 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 that doesn't matter. Wow. You know, so, it's, so a lot of okay. people just aren't addressing. All so, right. I will have to go back. Can you, I know, can you just send me an email with the acronym again? Um, 
or send me a note because I want to. I have to go talk to my attorney on that. Yeah, yeah, good. Rufata, and and tell him if he's not up on it, you can come to my CLE I'm doing on on Thursday. Cool. I'm teaching attorneys about it. So let's talk about credit. that. You're doing a continuing learning education. What time is it? What channel? Where's it at? Um, so it's there's a link to it on montlegal.com. That's M-A-A-T legal. And it's going to be Thursday at, what time is it? Good, good question. I, I know it's coming up this week and uh, Thursday, I think it's at three o'clock. Okay. So there's, there's a link there on, on montlegal.com. Cool. Okay. And then, yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about um, those rules and um, yeah, how it applies to practice. Now, now here's step two. Here, here's the other reason why it's important. Mm -hmm. So that, that first that first problem we're solving is just transferring information. Now, a lot of our information has moved from, you know, envelopes and paper mm -hmm. to emails and apps, you know, yep. electronic. So that, that's the first problem. Second problem. Um, so I, I created a digital asset trust, a separate trust to give more specific instructions over digital assets. Now, the first thing I started with is giving limited instructions over email, which is the modern mailbox. I said with email, give the trustee the ability to get a list of emails. So not the actual content. They can't read the content. They can just get a list of the emails received. Okay. So again, I'm thinking of, you know, I, I, when I get that same call over, now I can give a better answer. You know, so if someone has no clue, um, you know, then we can have a limited look at email. Okay. I made it a limited request for a couple of reasons. One is um, you know, just to share as little as possible, right? Make it an easier request for people to do. Because mm -hmm. I started doing my own trust, right? That's how I, that's how I developed this. I'm like, all right, what, what would I do you know, based upon these new laws and what's possible? And then I have a lot of engineer clients. I feel like they really help the process. You know, kind of interviewing back and forth. Like, what would you do? Like, what do you think about this, that? Um, okay, so the so we want just a real limited look inside email. Now, the reason I wanted it easy because the law says that the, the company can require a court order, you know, if you're asking for content. Got it. So that's why we want just the minimum amount necessary. And we make it really clear that it's your wishes so they can just get a limited look inside email. Now, if you're storing photos and videos on the cloud somewhere in, in a service like that, then we can also direct what happens to those things in a hmm. digital asset trust. That's interesting. Now, I, I tell people to first look at, um, first look at the account. Like Facebook has really good, um, Facebook has, the, they're called legacy settings which controls what happens to your accounts. Mm -hmm. So if a company has that and you do it, that's controlling. But if they don't have a good one, then you can direct by trust. So, you know, Google system, they have um, an inactive account feature. So if you're, if no one logs in for so long, you can set up what you want to have happen. So I keep videos. I, I have, um, I have three YouTube channels. So I have my, my personal one, where I do like home videos of my kids, you know, mm -hmm. this is a way to upload videos. Yep. And then um, I have two business ones, the Mott Legal one and then Dana and Associates. But my, my personal one, I mentioned that my digital asset trust, I say copy of that to my children when I pass away. 
And then also my Apple iCloud account. So all the photos that back up on my phone. So I, I leave instructions to copy those. Because cool. what we're starting to see is if people don't make provisions for those, we've had um, you know, people pass away and they say, you know, how do, how do I get all the photos on their phone? And yeah. really the answer is, you know, the, the legal answer is that you don't usually. Wow. Because it's usually a single user license. You know, when you click all those things, you're agreeing that it's just for your life. So uh, if, if you share your password, that usually works for a lot of things if you're comfortable with that. But um, if people aren't able to access it, um, it can be gone forever. Now, would you recommend people, I'll just talk about passwords that just came to me. Would you recommend people put passwords in their trust, like trust paperwork? No, no. So okay. I'm really proud of the fact that my system, it, it's a way to share all this stuff without putting passwords. Cool. Here's why I don't like it. There's, so I had a client, um, I was, I was uh, reviewing their plan. You know, they gave me their binder. I was going through it. I'm like, what's this? It was a list of all their passwords. They're like, oh, give me that. <laughs> That's all I have password. So it's one reason I just don't like creating that document, yeah. right? It's just, you're, you're doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're, you're creating a chore, meaning that every time you update your password, you got to go back there yeah. and update it. And the other thing too is those accounts. So here's something I, here's a question I get all the time. People call me and say, hey, my parents passed away. I have access to their online banking. You know, can I, can I still go in there and do it? You know, my, you know, they gave me it. They, you know, they, they know I was using it. They, right. they told me I could use it. Can I still use it? It's like, well, as an attorney, yeah. You know, that, that was their account, right? That, right. Is, that is the same as their license. Right. And that, that really, it ended when they passed away. Yeah, so that's what I would think, yeah. Permission. Um, now, if know, they're they're, author, now, if they're an authorized user or whatever it's called, different story. Different story, yeah. They would have authority to it that way, but. Right, yeah. Um, so, that's but that's interesting. Password, yeah. Just by, by giving someone the password, you may think that they have access to it, but if that company finds yeah. out that the person that created it passed away, there's you know the account yep. in. Yeah, very cool. Any other thoughts on this digital asset planning? Because it's it's definitely a new con- con- concept I had not uh, not thought about. Um, yeah, I, I think it's something that's exciting. It it's kind of um, I call it like the warm and fuzzy side to estate planning. You know, passing your money is, is one thing, saving taxes, all of those things as well. Mm-hmm. But I think people appreciate the other things more. Yeah. You know, when for, they have, the family uh, photos for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah. Then the, the third thing that rounds out our, our digital mm-hmm. package is that after our, our plans are complete, we give people, um, we call it the digital vault. But oh. we give them every we give them a license through through a software company, but they can decide who can see that information and when they can see it. So they can share some stuff right now with their financial advisor or CPA or some things right now with their kids, or they can set it up where they only see it once they pass away. Oh, I like so, that idea, the digital vault. That's cool. So, so going back to passwords. Mm-hmm. So if, if you if people do write them down and they do keep it, it's a matter of where do you keep that information, mm-hmm. right? So where where do you store that? Yeah. So what some people will do is they'll use that um, that digital vault service and they'll say, hey, all my passwords are located, right? You're know, like in my 
they'll point him to another place, another secure location. Yep. Where they can get that information. Very, very cool. Well, thanks for doing this. I apologize for this little rug rat being uh, frustrating this morning. Hopefully it wasn't too much of a distraction. Any closing thoughts on this? I think it's something we all should all should consider and look at. No, I think it's just um, if, if your attorneys aren't doing this, uh, send them to montlegal.com. They can learn more about it. And that's that's the reason I, um, I'm starting a coaching program for attorneys and I'm offering these, these documents that I've created and I've packaged it with some software that delivers it nicely, makes the process really easy. Um, but it's, I wanna share this digital asset planning with people. I feel like it's so important and there's not enough people talking about it. So I wanna um, spread the news on that. Very cool, Riley. So I appreciate you doing this. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Yep.